And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I'm looking at something called the doubling effect of investments. And I'll tell you what, if you're doing any of the stuff that I'm looking at, this is going to be a very, very difficult road for you to travel. I'm talking about the concept that many of you have decided that you need to do something for retirement, whether it's your employer sitting you down and saying, hey, Bobby, we got this great thing called a 401k, or maybe your your friend sitting you down saying, hey, Bobby, check this out, man. I've got this IRA or I'm invested in these stock accounts or or you know what I did? I sold all that stuff and I bought gold because the guys on TV are saying buy gold. And that that Kiyosaki guy, he's saying buy silver. So I'm thinking maybe hard metals. Yeah, maybe that's how we're, we're going to get to the place of retirement. OK, so let's let's take a time out right there because I just hit you with a lot of information and none of that information made any sense to you. Did it? None of that information made any sense to you. So let me compartmentalize the information. You have an idea in your mind. That idea is that sometime in the future, you would like to be retired. Now, right now, right now, you're okay with that retirement date being somewhere way out in the future. So what do I mean by that? Well, you've been conditioned by society, by our government, by people that you know, people that actually care about you have conditioned you to believe that retirement only occurs in your later years in life. They have told you that. And, and part of the reason some of these people have told you that is because they're on a glide path right now that cements that into reality for them. What am I getting at? I'm getting at the fact that you've made a decision to invest in your future retirement. Now, some of you are in stocks. Some of you are in commodities. Some of you are in gold. Some of you are in silver. Some of you, now get this, some of you are still in cash. Some of you are in cash. You don't believe in the banks. You don't believe in savings accounts. You're in cash. All right. So let's talk about something that is very important for you to understand when it comes to that seed capital. In other words, that money that you're investing, that money that you're putting aside you have to look at something called the annual average rate of return. Yeah, the annual average rate of return. What am I getting at? Well, all of these things that you are potentially invested in or are actually invested in, they're earning money somehow. There, there is a financial component to these assets, and these assets are doing something in the marketplace which is causing you to earn money. It's causing you to get a rate of return. And that's, that's a good thing. You want a rate of return because you want your capital to grow. You just don't want to sit your money on a rock and then watch it and see it double. That doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. The only way for you to make money off of money sitting off a rock is to actually take it off the rock and invest it into some type of asset that produces rates of return. Make sense? Okay, so let's all agree that you're invested in assets that produce rates of return. So what kind of rates of return are you getting? 
Some of you guys are bragging about you're getting 10, 12, 15%. Some of you are concerned because you're getting like four, five, or 6%. So what's the real number? What rate of return should you be getting in order to get to a place of retirement? Well, that number is different for everybody. It is absolutely different for everybody. And before I get too deep into the weeds about what that number should or could be, let me talk to you about the rates of return that you're actually getting. Now, I'm getting this information from Statista.com. What they've done is they've provided me a, a very beautiful graph that shows me the annual average rate of return of gold and other assets from the period of 1971 through 2022. That gives us like a 30-year sample of data. Yeah, so with 30 years worth of data, we should be getting some, some good feedback, right? All right, so th those of you in cash, now I don't know how they determine this. I'm assuming that if they believe you're in cash, they believe that you have a savings account. Now, savings accounts, they do have a interest rate that you can earn. And, and during the pandemic, that was like it was like negative, right? You, you got nothing from an interest rate. Uh, for, for a savings account. But but since the pandemic has ceased and interest rates have adjusted upwards, we have seen savings accounts start to pay an interest rate. They're, they're actually starting to pay a rate of return. So what kind of average annual rate of return can you expect to receive if you have your, your money in savings? Well, that, that rate, according to Statista, Statista is 4.23%. That means you're earning 4.23% per year on your money. What about bonds? What, what if you decided to be a little more aggressive and, and you decided to invest in the bond, bond markets? 5.95%. 5.95% annual return. How about EM stocks? 6.32%. How about gold? Gold did better. 7.78%. Commodities. As a whole, commodities returned 8.3% per year. Now, EAFE stocks, those produced 9.23%. And now get this, United States stocks, stocks based in the U.S. of A, returned a whopping 10.21%. And now it's solidified in your mind. You should be in the stock market because clearly the American stock market is beating everything else. And according to this graph, you would be right. But there is, there is one asset class that... Well, it doesn't seem to be on this, this chart. I'm looking at it again. Nope, it's not there. What asset class could I possibly be referring to? It's real estate. There is an asset class out there that produces better rates of return than the asset classes that society tells you about. The asset classes that you talk about at the water cooler. The asset classes that your employer says, this is a good thing for you, Bobby. Because, Bobby, it may not be the best thing for you. I think if you learn how to invest in real estate and you appreciate the fact that you can double your investment literally from the time at the time that you buy that asset, I think you'll understand that you could get to a place of retirement a lot sooner than your late 60s or your early 70s. That's the problem that you have. You didn't know that was a problem, did you? No, see, you're, you're cruising along in life. You, you've got your 401k or your IRAs. You're making bank at work. You're, you're working hard. You're trading time for money. And with that money, you're buying stuff that's not getting you to a place of retirement. 
because you're out there buying boats and jet skis and RVs and, and cars and, and all these things that are considered depreciating assets. They are assets that will go down in value and they're not put in to any type of business service. Therefore, they don't even have the potential to earn you any income streams. Real estate has that ability to do exactly that. Real estate can double your investment instantaneously and it can produce an income stream that you can use to get yourself retired in the next five years. I'm not blowing smoke up your chimney. I am telling you the real deal. I'm serious about that. It's the real deal. So let me go back to these these rates of return here. And, and let's I'll just let's just do this. Let's just focus on what the United States stock market has historically been able to return from 1971 to 2022. That's, uh, oh, you know, I, I said earlier in the show that was a 30-year time period. I was totally wrong. That's a 50-year time period. That is that is a significant statistical measure. So over a 50, 51-year time period, United States stocks have returned 10.21% return. So how long, how long does it take you to double your money if you're making 10.21%? Well, your financial planner, as, you, as part of your introductory session with your financial planner, probably told you something about the rule of 72. Or maybe, maybe you learned about the rule of 72 in science class or in math class or somewhere in school. And you immediately learned it and you went, eh, I don't need it. And you let it go. So why is the rule of 72 so important? It is a quick estimation formula to calculate the approximate time it takes for an investment to double given a fixed annual growth rate. Yeah, that's what the rule of 72 does. So what it basically says is you take, you take an amount and you divide it 72 into that, that number. So what does that mean? Okay, so if you take 72 and you divide it by the rate of return. Now let's, let's make the math real simple. I'm not going to do the 10.21 cause that would make the, the math a little wonky. I like the number 10 real easy to divide the number 10, right? Yeah. You guys are shaking your head up and down. All right. So if we took 72 and we divided it by 10%, that indicates to me that an investment in the stock market, even, even with compounding, Okay, with compounding. So what does that mean? That means you put the money in the stock market, you didn't add anything to it, but the stock market returned 10.2%, right? And then you turned around with that 10.2% and you added it to your principal. You didn't spend it. So that's the compounding effect. What that allows you to do is it allows you to get to that doubling factor sooner than 10 years because 10 times 10 would be 100, right? All right, well, the rule of 72 says you're going to take into account compounded investment, compound and interest, if you will. So it would take you 7.2 years to double your investment in the stock market. So let's think about that. Let's say you've, you've got a hundred grand in the stock market. You just, you got a hundred grand available. You want to set it aside for retirement. You take that hundred grand, you slide it across the table to your financial planner, financial planner. He licks his lips. He's smiling. He's like, Ooh, I just got a hundred grand of your money. Yeah, baby, let's go. Let's make you 10%. So he takes that money and he puts it in the stock market. And 7.2 years later, you now have $200,000. Yeah. And what's inflation been doing 
over that last seven years, I wonder. So that's actually eroding into the doubling effect. So unfortunately, inflation has an impact on that doubling effect, because even though you have $200,000 7.2 years later, that $200,000 probably won't buy as much as $200,000 would 7.2 years earlier. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm hurting your brain, and I apologize for it. So so why why do I bring all this stuff up? Why is it important? Because if if you're bought into the lie, I call it a lie. I think it's a lie. If you're bought into the lie that retirement has to occur at the age of 67, because that's the number the government sticks on retirement. All of all of your retirement plans, they're all designed to get you to the age of 67. I'm not 67 years of age. I am not. I'm, I'm younger. I'm 59 years of age. I have been retired for four years. Yeah, I retired myself at the age of 55. Now, I tried to retire myself at the age of 50. Didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah, I had put 27 years in the United States Army, earned a pension, tried to live off that pension. That pension paid me one-third of what he used to make. Yeah, big, giant sucking sound in my checking account, and it didn't get better for the next 10 months because I had to get back into the workforce, and I found it very difficult to get back into the workforce at the age of 50. You ought to consider that. Keep that in the back of your mind if, if you're not the age of 50 yet. Just understand that as you go up in age, employers tend to look at you a little bit differently. They might look at you more as a liability or a, a higher cost. And they might consider the fact that they can hire people that are younger than you for less money because their expectation to earn more money might be less than yours. Oh, yeah, that was a lot to get out, but I got it out. So so why why would you wait? until the age of 67 to retire. Well, here's why. Society's con- conditioned you to believe that's appropriate. And all of the investment opportunities that are laid out in front of you by your financial planner for your 401k, they're all designed to try and get you to a certain point in the future with a big bag of money. Now, if you're, if you're only making 10% per year, and even if you're compounding that 10% per year, and even if you're injecting additional money into it. Now, I didn't talk about that. I know some of you, you're regularly pulling money out of your paycheck, and you're contributing that money to your 401k. I get that, okay? Now, there's, there's all kinds of computations that we could do, but the reality is this. No matter how much money you inject into that 401k as principal, it's still only going to go up approximately 10%. And those are in years where the stock market is actually doing really well, right? We're coming out of a period where the stock market hasn't done very well for the last two years. So that has an impact on your 10% too, right? Okay, we come back from the break. What I've done is I've, I've pulled out five properties that were sent to me last night. And we're going to analyze them and see if we can make some money. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Lifestyles Unlimited success stories. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings. Even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still, we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers, and he got downsized from his corporate job. This house was a dog, and 
through the rehab, I think we turned it into a little pony. You bought the house for $73,000. Correct. And your appraised value actually is $144,000. You put in forty five for the work. So that leaves you a net equity of 11000 with a return on capital gain of 70%. The cash flow is $458 a month for a cash-on-cash return rate of 35%. Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in-person and online dates at lucasestudy.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I'm going to give a shout out to John Pry. As a matter of fact, he's probably walking down the beach in Galveston right now with his dog listening to this radio show on a podcast because he keeps up with what we do. Even though he is a seasoned real estate investor, he tunes into this real estate investing show to stay current on information. And we like to provide them that currency. So, John, I hope everything is going good with you. I hope you're enjoying your walk. And let me get back to what we're supposed to be talking about. We're talking about the doubling effect of your investment money. And what I pointed out to you in the first half of the show is that if you invest in the stock market, and even if you're getting a, over a 10% rate of return in the stock market, you're, you're still going to take over seven years to double your money, over seven years years to double your money. And some of you are thinking, well, you know, it's it's kind of a state safe, easy investment. It doesn't take a lot of my time. It doesn't take a lot of my knowledge. It's just something that I do. Right there is your your absolute problem. And John probably would tell you the same thing if he were standing here in the room next to me. The problem is you're not paying attention to your investments. You've put your investments on cruise control. You've, you've handed everything over to your financial planner. You, you let that financial services company invest however they see fit uh, based on whatever basic criteria you gave them. And then they go out and they buy and they sell, buy and they sell, and they buy and they sell, and they get you that, that wonderful 10% rate of return. And it's going to take seven years for you to double your money. It's not good enough. If you're going to get yourself retired in the next five years, you need to invest in more advantageous investment assets, more advantageous investment assets. So what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about real estate, of course. I mean, this is the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. That's what we talk about on this show. And I received overnight. Now, these these are these are five properties that, that showed up in my inbox last night. Um, I, I sort of asked for them because I have relationships with with the the people that have sent these properties to me. Now, all of these properties have come to me from licensed real estate agents. OK, so what that tells me is that I'm going to be looking at two different types of offerings here. I'm going to be looking at offerings that either come from a wholesaler or I'm going to be looking at offerings that come from the multiple listing service, or maybe it's a pocket listing. Could be a pocket listing too. I really don't care. What do I care about? I care about what the deal has the potential to do for me. See, before I spend a bunch of time looking at property, before I spend a bunch of time wasting my time, I take a look at what the deal has for me. What is the deal offering me? And if the deal isn't offering me what I'm looking for, I just pass on it. 
I just pass on it. So here's here's five deals that came in. They're they're in different parts of the country, and we're going to go over these these deals. And I'm explaining to you if we should invest in them or if we should not. Now keep in mind, keep in mind, we're going to look for assets that produce the potential to double our money from at the time we buy it. Okay, so so follow along with me because I'm going to explain how things work out as we go. So the first first deal is a three bedroom, two bath, uh, about twelve hundred square feet, built in 1957. It's in uh, one of the Houston submarkets. Uh, Moon sent me this particular property. Has an after repair value of two hundred fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. I can buy it for one hundred forty five thousand dollars. Okay, should we focus on those numbers? Maybe. Maybe, but that's that's not really what I'm getting to. What I'm getting to in my screening criteria right now is going to look to see if the asset has the ability to double my money at the time I bought it. That's our screening criteria. If the asset does not produce the type of information I need to see, we're not going to buy the property. Fair enough? Okay, so it's 214500 all fixed up. We can buy it for $145,000. Now, Moon says that we can make over $400 a month in passive income. Okay, but remember, our screening criteria was not to look for the cash flow amount on the asset. The screening criteria was to look for an asset that had the potential to double our money at the time we bought it. So let's take a look at the the equity positions on this property. When you figure out what it takes to repair this property, what you find out is that you're capturing equity in the asset of about $25,000. What does that mean, capturing equity in the asset? That means you're, you're buying it at a wholesale price. You're injecting more money into the asset, but you're keeping all of your all-in costs, everything at wholesale pricing. You are commanding a retail price, which is a higher price, by the way, in the marketplace for that asset. But you're not spending all of your money to get it to that retail price. You're only spending money to get it up to a wholesale price. So the difference between your wholesale pricing and your retail pricing, that's your equity captured. And you're going to capture almost $25,000 worth of equity in this asset. That's $25,000 of wealth that goes right on your bottom line. Now, there's one piece of information we need to know. How much out of pocket are we going to have to spend? And Moon is estimating it's going to take about 34000 and change. So what does that mean? We take our $25,000 of equity capture, our estimated equity capture, we divide it by 34000 and change, and what we find out is that we're getting a 70% return on investment for the capital gains, just the capital gains, a 70% return on investment if we buy this asset. Now, stop right there. Remember what I said. Our screening criteria was we're only going to look at the asset if we can double our money. 70% of anything is not a doubling factor. It has to be 100% or higher, right? You'd agree to that, right? Okay, so as a result of that, I'm sorry, Moon. It looked like a neat property. I like the cash flow on this thing. Man, over $400 a month in cash flow, but it's not going to double my money, so I'm going to reject this particular asset. So what do we do? So let's keep looking. Here's one that uh, Darlena sent me. Now, this is in Macon, Georgia. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, 1,592 square feet, built in 1987. The after-repair 
pricing on this is 246000 Suggested price is $158,000. That, that's the price that we can probably buy it for. And now this one is getting closer. We're going to capture about $33,000 worth of equity in this particular property. But the problem is we're going to spend about $37,000 to capture that equity. Now, although it's, it's pretty close to a doubling effect, it's not a doubling effect. It's only 89% return. It's only an 89% return on capital gains. Remember, our screening criteria is causing us to look for something that will double our equity the day we buy it. This asset comes very, very close, but it doesn't quite do it. It just doesn't do it. So let me take a look at this fifth one. Maybe, maybe this fifth one might have what we're looking for. All right. So this one came in from Marie. It's in Riverdale, Georgia, three bedroom, two bath, two car garage. It is a little bit smaller. It's about 1,250 square feet, built in 1977. The after repair opinion is $251,000. In other words, all fixed up. That's what it's worth. We can buy it for $155,000. Now we're going to have to put about $32,500 into this asset. But here's the sweet spot. This asset should produce for us approximately $40,000 in equity capture. $40,000. So what does this mean? It means we're going to invest of our own money over $32,000 into this asset if we buy it. If we buy it. We haven't bought it. We haven't made a decision to buy it yet, but I'm leaning towards buying it. It will produce over $40,000 in equity capture. That's a 123% return on capital gains. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. We have a winner. Okay, so this particular asset passes the screening criteria. Now, now let me, let me take a step back because I know some of you were, were focused on the size of the house. Some of you are focused on the number of bedrooms or the number of garage spaces. None of that really matters. What really matters is what that asset can do for you from a financial standpoint. All that mattered to me was I was looking for an asset that would give me the ability to double my money, more than double my money in this case. This asset does it. Now, one of the things that, that I am concerned about is a secondary screening condition. What is that? I do want the asset to cash flow. Del Wamsley has taught me emphatically that anything that I buy must cash flow. Now, this particular asset is going to return about $260 a month in passive income. It does produce positive cash flow, and it does give me the opportunity to double my money the day that I buy it. So how do I actually double my money? Okay, let me explain the process. So I'm not actually tagging this property in the Lifestyles Unlimited system, just, just so everybody knows, because we're on the radio right now. We're just, we're just talking about the process. So I would tag this thing, all right? And then if I found out it was the number one tag, I would probably go and make an offer on this property. But before I make an offer on this property, I'm going to inspect the property. I'm going to take a look at it. Now, if this property happens to be, I don't know, this property is in, in Georgia. So how do, how do I inspect this property? Well, real simple. The real estate agent that brought me the deal is my eyes and my ears on the ground. That person has a fiduciary obligation to me to, to basically help me out. That's, that's what fiduciary means. And they're going to be able to, to walk the property, inspect the property for me. I will have a property inspector meet 
the realtor at the property, and that way I can get both things done at the same time. If the property inspector is there with my realtor and they're doing the walkthrough of the property at the same time, the property inspector can give my realtor a summary report, an oral summary report on what they find. And if they find stuff that is very, very egregious, way beyond what they thought they were going to find, they're going to bring it to the attention of the realtor. So I'm going to buy this property. I'm going to get my general contractor to go in. Once I get this property all fixed up, I am going to find a great person to lease it to. Now, I don't wait till the last minute to do my leasing stuff. No, my leasing stuff starts literally the day that I buy the property. Because as my general contractor is cleaning the property up and people in the neighborhood are noticing that that blighted property is, is slowly being remodeled and, and being taken out of inventory and being replaced with something that isn't blighted, people start paying attention. And when they see a for rent sign go up in the front lawn and they see pictures of what the potential interior will look like, people start contacting me immediately to see if the property is available for lease. And then I maintain that property for as long as I choose to maintain that property. When it comes time to sell that property or possibly refinance that property at a future date, this is where I'm going to start harvesting all of that equity that I captured. And the beautiful thing is, even though I made that money right up front, and let's say I hold that property for five years, I'm not liable for any taxes on that property until I actually sell that property. And then I could use a 1031 exchange to defer the taxes. Real estate's a beautiful thing. And I'll tell you, if you want to do what I'm doing, if you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.